0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started.
1: Who was Anne Locke? Well, she's British, so you might be inclined to think somehow we're talking about somebody related or connected to the philosopher John Locke, but we're not. This is a 16th century figure, very crucial to the British Reformation, and my hunch is you might not have even heard of her before. Well, she was born in 1535, and she died in 1590. She spanned very crucial decades of the British or the English Reformation. She was the daughter of Stephen and Margaret Vaughn. Her dad was a successful merchant, an agent, trader involved in commerce. He was a very theologically astute and engaged man, a very theologically educated layman. In fact, under Henry VIII, while Henry VIII was still a Catholic, Anne's father, Stephen Vaughn, was accused of being a heretic, and in 1534, with the Act of Supremacy The tide turned, and he and his family did very well under those final years of Henry and especially under Edward VI. Well, back to Anne. In 1549, she married Henry Locke and became Anne Locke. Henry had inherited a number of shops and homes and also quite a bit of land. And this was under the reign of Edward VI, and for the next four years, the Locke family prospered and were very involved in those reforms happening under Edward VI. In 1553, for a few months, John Knox, the Scottish reformer, actually lived in the Locke household, and then Edward VI died, Mary came to the throne, this is Bloody Mary, and the tides turned once again in England." Knox, of course, ended up in Geneva, and he kept corresponding with the Locks, trying to get them to come to Geneva. And in 1557, Anne and her children did indeed go to Geneva. Sadly, four days after they arrived, her infant daughter died. In 1559, when Elizabeth comes to the throne, Anne Locke and these other so-called Genevan exiles, these British Reformed folks exiled to Geneva, the Genevan exiles made their way back and so did the Locke household and went back to London. In 1560, Anne Locke published a book. The book consisted of two things. The first part was a translation of four sermons from John Calvin on Isaiah chapter 38. Now, Calvin started preaching on Isaiah in 1556. And 342 sermons later, in 1559, he finished and picked out not 342 of those sermons, only four, four sermons on Isaiah 38. In fact, this is the title, Sermons of John Calvin, upon the song that Hezekiah made after he had been sick and afflicted by the hand of God, contained in the 38th chapter of Isaiah, translated out of the French into the English in the preface, Anne Locke writes of these sermons as, quote, a medicine taken from the storehouse of God's Holy Testament by the apothecary master John Calvin. And it is to be tasted by the reader. Well, not only did she have those four sermons of John Calvin, she also included a 26 sonnet series on Psalm 51 called A Meditation of a Penitent Sinner. And she ends those sonnets with these words, We praise Thee, God our God, Thou only art the God of might, of mercy, and of grace, that I then, Lord, may also honor Thee, relieve my sorrow and my sins deface. Be, Lord of mercy, merciful to me. Restore my feeling of Thy grace again. Assure my soul, I crave it not in vain. Well, that is the poet and the translator, Anne Locke. And I'm Steve Nicholson. Thanks for listening to 5 Minutes in Church History.
0: For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.